Hey guys, it's your team, it's just not like D, back with another episode. And this week we are concentrating on is social media ruining our lives? Before we get into it, it's LV, Jazz, and A. Thank you for tuning in, guys. And for those of you who don't know, we are three women from very diverse backgrounds. I myself from Punjab. South Africa. <laughs> and this South Africa. Sorry that we've been a bit MIA recently. Life, as you know, happened. Right. We've still got a lot of content, man, to, to get through. So yeah, as we mentioned, this week is about is social media ruining ruining our lives. And we thought we would kind of have share some personal reflections, but also we've kind of created some subcategories when talking about this topic because it's just a huge thing and social media is just constantly evolving and young people seem to be really on it you know i'm just kind of looking at the pros and cons really and and our own experiences let us know on instagram man if uh, what you guys think is social media ruining our lives yeah i think it is having some of like a negative and positive impact i think positively it's definitely allowed me to reunite with like a lot of my family members and friends and stuff and keep in touch with friends that I probably wouldn't have kept in touch with mm. like after school or, or things like that but negatively I think it's had an impact in terms of the way I compare myself to mm. other people that I see or if other people are seen to have a very like social life you kind of feel a bit like oh why isn't my life like that Fear of missing out. Yeah. So wait, so you touched upon two things there. So one being something around relationships and friendships and the other one, social comparison, I guess. Yeah. So if we look at friendships and relationships, yeah, I guess like similar to you, it it is and it isn't. Like is social media ruining our lives? I think if we focus on relationships, I think there is a tendency for people to portray how they want others to see their relationship as. Mm. So I, I suppose when someone does come through that's authentic and is showing the real thing, you're going to be, like, we're just constantly sceptical now, aren't we? Like, oh, yeah, whatever, forget it. You guys went to Germany and you had a good time. Like, we don't we don't need to know. Yeah. But then it's, at the same time, social media is ruining relationships as well mm. because then it's making you question, like, why am I and isn't like this, even though yours might be completely fine. But on the other hand, it might give you perspective. If you're being treated like shit in your relationship, then Mm. looking at it might make you kind of normalise it and think, actually, I need to be setting a standard for myself. And also, some people post really powerful stuff on there, like quotes and things like that really help you form a better perspective of being in a relationship. But I think it's so easy for... Because obviously, even with Instagram, like, based on algorithms, so the more kind of stuff you're seeking out, it's trying to be helpful, so your explore page is tailored to that. Mm. So you, it might be coming up with all these great, lovely relationships, and that might be feeding into this narrative more that I need to be in a relationship to be happy or I need to be in a relationship to be successful. Mm. And I don't think being single is celebrated enough. Yeah, I think, like, I hear you, and I, I will agree, like... Uh, social media has also helped me to like reach out or maintain the meaningful relationships in my life especially like people who like are in different parts of the world that I've probably never been able to be in contact with if there was no social media and sometimes like you meet really nice people say through work or uh, education and you're not necessarily like they sort of move on or um, yeah. life goes on or you as a on. but then you have at least that connection through social media so it can be quite really really uh, refreshing and also like the thing you guys talked about like feeling apart and like 
there's some a, a channel through people can gain some empowerment. Mm. So, for example, like how you're saying about people posting positive stuff, like yeah. or things to really empower others and help others through really tough times, or yeah. even just to normalize things. And then it's all actually shit happens to all of us. Like bad yeah. things happen to all of us, but you always have to find a way to sort of pick yourself up and keep going. However, like there have been some studies that have been done. Oh, there was one done at Nottingham Trent University. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Near yeah. <laughs> Where they analyzed forty three previous studies on the matter of social media addiction. They concluded that social media addiction is a mental health problem that may require professional treatment. They found that um, excessive usage of social media was linked to relationship problems, worse academic achievement, and less participation in offline communities. And I think that also includes like face-to-face interactions with other people. Um, and also found that those who could be more vulnerable to social media addiction include those dependent on alcohol, are highly extroverted in personality, and therefore they compensate social media for fewer ties in real life. So that is one sort of study. I think it was probably a meta-analysis. Okay. Yeah. And then there was something about uh, depression. Well, sleep as well mm. is affected. So at the University of Pittsburgh, they found that there was a link between social, I mean, sleep disturbances and concluded that blue light had a part to play. So the blue part within our devices had a part to play with our sleep. So it affects our sleep. Mm. And those are some of the things that I've seen. And also depression as well. There's been some links with depression. Mm. So excessive use of social media may contribute to someone feeling depressed or there's a likelihood that that person may de- develop depression. But I think maybe there's an element of that related to you see pictures and images and things like all kind of tailored around how great our life is, we're travelling around the world. And, but then on one hand I'm thinking, why do we do that? Why do we have this need to post and tell others where we are, what we're doing and what class we've graduated from? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm just thinking... I get it. If there was no social media, this would have come out in some other way, like magazines, for example. Mm. But on the one hand, I'm thinking, I don't know, like everything these days, it, it, it's created with an intent, a good intention, but it just goes completely left. And I think sometimes it's also down to the um, the audience. How are they interpreting this? Because I think that some things are put out there with good intentions, mm. but then sometimes can get misinterpreted or misconstrued. And that mm. depends on the recipient and who that audience is. So let me ask you this. Do you think, I th- I agree with you, do you think that we should be posting about our relationships? Oh. Oh, well, it's... I personally don't post my relationships. <gasps> yeah. We know it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's an element of the fact that it's like a mutual thing. So we just have chosen not to post each other on social media or follow each other on social media. But what if a girl was to comment on his picture, like, oh, my God, it's so hot. Do you know what? Because the liking I think I'd be all right with. Yeah. But then what if your man's made his profile public? That I'd be okay with. Mm. I think even if he made his profile public and stuff, I would. I still wouldn't go on it. But would you not question the intention? Not particularly. And even the comment thing as well. Like, if a, if a girl commented and said oh yeah I think you're hot I'd be thinking 
yeah, he is hot. Do you know what mm. I mean? I'd be kind of feeling like that sense of pride, like, yeah, my man is hot. But the only problem, the only thing that would become a problem is if he then entertained that. Do you know mm. what I mean? If he's now saying, oh, yeah, babes, I know <laughs> I'm hot, you know, so are you, and, like, trying to... Mm. Then that's a problem. But if there wasn't social media, this stuff would play out in real life, if that makes sense. Mm. So... The only difference is that a picture's been posted, but someone could very easily approach your partner in the street and say the same thing, and you kind of have to act accordingly as you would on social media. But I do find that a lot of things that I see in terms of people posting their relationships on social media, it's almost like people that then follow them feel entitled to have a say in... Mm. when they should explain their breakups or when they should yeah if they get married they have to post that if they have children they have to post their children but do you mean like posting it because they want to post it or because like everybody wants to know what's going on almost because I think everyone wants to know but you'll only ever see the sort of glamorous side Mm. of social media if you started to post your relationship out there Mm. and people passively follow then you're gonna ultimately want to know what's happened why it's ended Mm. and I think it's because people also want to know maybe on some level it helps them to know as well oh okay like I don't know it's 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 arguable because some people might be like oh okay yeah I'll go I went through something similar so I can relate to that Mm. or that's not fair now like you showed us everything else but now it comes to the bad side and you don't want to tell us about it because you guys are even talking about like relationships now it's even when like some people don't even want to post pictures of their children yeah, so, I'm a bit like that, yeah. I think. Not that well, like, Ami's a happy, like, so, um, mm. open about it. Because I suppose a kid's not signed up to something, like, it's a choice, right? Yeah. And they should be given the choice as to whether you want your face shown. And that's their argument. So, you know, the other thing I was thinking about, like, how, based on this whole algorithms and based on what you've been looking at is what, I don't know how about Facebook, but especially Instagram, it, it shows up on your explore page. Mm. And I was thinking about this the other day, how important it is to criticise and challenge what you're actually viewing. Because I think nowadays, social media has become such an extension of us that the first thing we might go on is, oh, I'll open Instagram and let me scroll through. And I used to be really into fitness and find myself that my whole explore page was filled with like bums and strong arms and abs and legs. And I was like, okay, cool. But it was getting to the point where I was setting myself up for failure because I would look at them and be like, shit I haven't got time for this I'm like oh I want to be like that and it was like my whole explore page was just filled with fitness what to eat what not to eat and I was making myself feel bad for it mm. so I was thinking actually how many young people or the, or the generation that's coming up is actually challenging and criticizing what they're seeing and viewing and I think we're forgetting that there's an element of like okay yeah I'm just looking at this because I'm bored but then on some level it must be influencing some some of your mechanisms or the way yeah, I just think we just need to be careful of what we're actually looking at and what young people especially are looking at. Who do you follow now on Instagram? Friends, interesting quote pages. But because I realise that there's no way I'm going to sit down and read a history book, so actually I'm going to use Instagram for my means to learn about history and about culture. So now I've been viewing those pages mm-hmm. and those tags and my explore page is now coming up with interesting, good stuff where I can be like, critically challenging it don't get me wrong I do slip into the occasional fashion and makeup and stuff like that yeah. but it doesn't affect me so much now before I'd be like oh god like 
mate, I've not had time to go to the gym. Can I not be, can I, I don't want to see this. But then I realized it was me that was seeking that out and mm. I wasn't being aware of it. So this is my dilemma. When someone posts, so like pictures, and this can come from relationship-wise as well, mm. when there are women and men that post pictures of themselves where there's a bit more nudity. Mm. Let me ask you about from a relationship perspective. Would you be okay with your man double-tapping a picture that where a woman or whatever else showing a bit more nudity basically doesn't look like you i'm guilty of like the fact that i used to be that girl i think i was like just young and just leaving and just being free-spirited yeah so i didn't think so much into it and then double tapping no 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 like um dressing up like a really sexier star i'm guilty of that however obviously you're always feeling like oh someone's boyfriend is you know when you start to like realize oh someone's boyfriend is creamy yeah mm. so you're like oh oh this is not actually right you yeah. know what i mean but again there may be people who do it and don't even care they actually so you mean like attention. posting pictures that are showing a bit more skin yeah so yeah this is my thing so like when people post pictures generally i suppose this whole idea of like when you double tap like like let's be real when someone likes our pictures and when we get a certain number of likes and comments it's a good self-esteem boost and i'm all down yeah. for that i think like there's times where you just need a bit of that and we're social animals we care about what other people think of us there's, you can't can't be like oh, i don't care what like xyz said no you do right mm. so when you post pictures it's all good like it's all good to be like female empowerment etc etc mm. self-boosting your self-esteem but then at what point does it become unhealthy and start to be a source of validation and I'm saying that this can mm. be done quite subtly people don't actually you won't be able to clock that oh they're doing it for validation but at what point does it become that and they're just attention seeking or if it is female empowerment and then it makes me wonder like do people who show more nudity are they taken less seriously that if they when they when it comes to posting a serious message uh, I think I think yeah again I will say that I have had lots of clashes with people where they're like oh, oh, so you're that serious? Oh, so you have a serious life? Do you know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. I think people sometimes misunderstand and just think that maybe you could be seeking attention, you could seek validation, you're like, listen, mm -hmm. my week is so stressful that when it comes to the weekend or like time out to sort of mm -hmm. spend with loved ones and stuff like that or chill out with my friends, I'm going to be like, if I feel I want to look sexy, listen, I'm going to bring it on, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, but yeah, there is always that place where people always take you not serious. They think that you're seeking attention. Mm -hmm. They think that you're seeking validation. And also it's worth, th worth saying that there could be people who actually do that. They have yeah. that intention to do that. But of some course. people actually do it very unintentionally. Like just living yeah. their best life. Yeah. Posting yeah. stuff. Because yeah. I do agree with that. I think I even saw a YouTube video of this girl who basically was really into fitness. And a lot of her videos were like glute workouts. And it was very much like focused on her bum or her assets and stuff. Mm. And then... When she eventually had a large following, she kind of then used that to create her own fitness clothing line and build a brand and a business from it. But it was really interesting, interesting. because she then noticed that when she had to have meetings with people, like with people high up, you know, accountants and certain people, they didn't take her seriously. They kind of looked at yeah. her like this oh this little girl that's like showing off, showing off all of her assets until she 
opened her mouth because she went to Oxford University oh, wow. and she is like really intelligent and so it's only when she spoke they kind of were a bit like oh my gosh wow this person actually yeah. has substance to her mm-hmm. so is it the fact that as a society we've created the stereotype that a woman can sh- so I suppose what I'm saying is in the streets or anywhere else if we have a choice as women we're, if we like we don't want to be touched or harassed or abused none of that shit you want to show more skin and body, absolutely go for it. I'm all for, like, empowering another sister. I think what it comes down to is when we are spending hours on end taking pictures, the perfect picture with the perfect filter, or I see people walking down the street holding the cameras, and it's like, yeah, I'm not judging. Like, you're probably just genuinely getting a good picture of yourself. But then it's like, it kind of makes me think, how often are you doing that? Are you finding yourself in the same circle? And when you're taking that picture of the ass or the boob or, or the finger, I don't know, the toe, what is the intention? Because you, I suppose somebody else who I'm working with, I mean, this is her opinion, she said to me, she goes, when you take a picture and you're showing your ass and your boobs, they are associated as being sexual organs. Mm-hmm. People will look at them and be like, oh, yeah. that's, that's a sexualized person, mm-hmm. I'm getting sexual feelings, whatever. So I guess on one hand, when people are like, that's unwanted attention, like Mm -hmm. I'm showing my ass for fitness reasons. But I think you have to remember it's a double-edged sword. Mm -hmm. Like if you are genuinely promoting the glute workout, I think what I'm saying is that the message is getting lost. Because I then start to think, okay, are you showing the ass because of you're proud of the hard work you put into it? Mm -hmm. Or are you showing it off because you just want a bit of attention? Like what is it? And especially when it's like every other day is hump day. But then why do we need a constant update that it's hump day? I really, really, like, hear you on that one because, again, like you said, like, there are people who do it, like, occasionally, but then there are people who do it, like, very regularly. Because, A, like you said, rightfully, that the message that you're trying to put out there or your intention Mm -hmm. can can easily get lost in translation, which happens very often, Mm -hmm. if not all the Mm -hmm. time. And then there's also the dysfunction. So recognising that this is actually it's causing me some sort of dysfunction because mm. that's yeah. all like you're sort of working towards doing all the time and mm. it will be interesting to hear about like what kind of feelings do they feel like what kind of things other things do they yeah. do like what's their kind of well we don't learn about that yeah. do we because a picture is all we get to see like don't get me wrong I was that type of girl that wanted validation and mm. there'd be times when I would be like oh like this guy that I used to have a crush on DM'd me and says like, I look really pretty like I've been there done that which is why I'm then like thinking are there other people that were on that level as well like were mm. they doing it for validation mm. and also the other thing is as well we've got so many filters now you take a picture swipe left mm-hmm. and it's like okay this is my best version and this is the version I'm going to present to the world yeah. because I'm ashamed of who I actually am mm. that's how I'm reading it yeah. not actually like I'm getting used to it now as well trying to post more raw pictures Mm. but it's taking a while because obviously the bags don't look great the hair does not look good (laughs) or like that app yeah or that app Mm. where you can photoshop your face tune yeah Yeah. and it's like again it's because I want to present the best version of myself and it's becoming this really weird thing where I'm like visualising a massive glass wall in between us and the real world and it's just everything is like forcefully you're plastering a smile on your face yeah when actually you're miserable Mm. and that's the thing it's about like what is the intention i think that's very very important and i think it's also about checking in with yourself Mm. because 
there's things like self-esteem, confidence. So yeah. validation, I think, is one thing. But then there's also like, are you doing this to sort of find a way to get to that place where you're confident? I don't know, work on your insecurities. Are you mm. working on that to find find a place to work on your self-esteem? Mm. And I think it's just really being very, very attuned with yourself and just being honest and genuine with yourself. Because, yeah. yeah, honestly, what about those days where you have, like, a big sport? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, exactly. What about those days you have a breakup on your yeah. face? What about those days where you just feel so shit and, mm. yeah, or your makeup is not right or... Yeah. You, there's no makeup as well. Like you have to be confident enough that the same way you feel when you have makeup on or whatever it is that you're showing, mm. you're also going to be very confident when it's all sort of yeah when, when it comes off. Yeah, when it, yeah. It's interesting you say that as well because I think that now that social media has become people's career as well Mm -hmm. there's a reason why a lot of them do things for attention because they're getting paid to post certain pictures and it has to look a certain way for that brand Mm -hmm. and what's very interesting now is that these same influencers that may have been on the scene for maybe eight to ten years when they weren't getting paid for these things and now they are um a lot of the opinions of the people that follow them have really impacted them. And I've seen so many people now getting plastic surgery because of the comments they've received from people that they wouldn't have received back then. It's kind of like, oh, why does your hair look like that? Or why do your teeth look like that? And then all of a sudden, next month, they have a video out saying, oh, yeah, I've had my teeth fixed or I've had Botox Mm. done and things like that. Whereas they probably never would have done that. And again, Instagram yeah, and again, at that point, they're fixing the outside, but mm-hmm. I hope they're really also fixing the inside, yeah, because your inside is even much more important mm-hmm. to fix than your outside. But the other thing I hear, like people saying, Oh, you know, all the world yeah, is mean, it but I suppose when you put yourself out there, you, you kind of do put yourself at a point of being scrutinized. I think that's why people don't necessarily know how much of an impact it's having on them until it's you know until it's to that point where they've had plastic surgery or something like that and then they look back and think oh my gosh I've actually done this because someone's commented on my picture and told me I look a certain way whereas they never would have thought that about themselves but because someone's pointed that floor out they start to question themselves and I I think, think we would as well yeah so I suppose what are we saying for body positivity? Like, I mean, what what is your stance on this? Like posting pictures of yourself. I think it's 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 important to be who you are and just bring your authentic self all the time. But I think it's really important to like to think about the intention and mm. I think just constantly or regularly che- checking in with yourself. Like, yeah, I think that's really really vital. Mm. And I think on the plus side as well, there are a lot of women now that are embracing their bodies Mm -hmm. and are proud of who they are and I've seen so many people that post tastefully naked pictures of themselves (laughs) and just being like yeah this is who I am like like it or hate it Mm. you know just accept me and and then there's that viral picture that went out of an influencer who had her period and it literally like leaked all over the bed and she captured that moment mm-hmm. to kind of say this is real life don't be scared about it just embrace yeah. it and it was kind of like bringing awareness to things so I think it's quite nice when people 
use their platform as well to empower others Mm. yeah like history and stuff like that I think I've learned so much but then it's gone back to the point of how I started thinking Mm. to then seek out that sort of stuff so then Instagram gives me more of that Mm. yeah I agree with you I think it's a great platform to learn about other cultures I know I one of my friends is really into learning about the Sikh culture so there's a lot of stuff I've been forwarding on to her lots of charities and things like that are on there or a lot of the podcast community, I mean, they're out there and that's how everybody's connecting with each other. Mm. I suppose the other thing that's quite interesting actually is now that Instagram has a reminders to when, like how long you've used Instagram for and like stop using it. I wonder why that's come about. Yeah, that's a feature I only really noticed, I think last week, if anything. And it does kind of question how many people do actually spend time on Instagram because it's very easy throughout your day you don't really think about it. It just becomes like a an automatic thing. You're like, oh, let me just check my Instagram or, you know, in between work or just... Yeah. Or one thing that I really noticed was I would always check my Instagram every time I woke up. And that was... Yeah. That, it was the first thing. And it would give me anxiety. I think, yeah, I was about to mention that. I think yeah. there's a big push now about trying to sort of not educate but actually just bring about awareness about mm. like when you wake up and the first thing you look at is social media I mean it's not very healthy for your mind no. yeah I've seen a lot of like documentaries or some written articles around that yeah. but I think it's becoming like a very big problem mm. especially when it's like maybe the first thing you see on your news feed is bad news you know, and that's the first yeah. thing you wake up to. It sets your you know? whole day. Yeah. It starts to give me, like, really weird eye strain in the morning. Mm-hmm. Like, my, I, don't, I feel less fresh yeah. when I look at Instagram in the morning. Yeah. But it's such a habit, though, isn't it? <laughs> it's no, I try. Like, I, yeah, I think I'm quite good. <laughs> or, like, when you get notifications and you just kind of want to be like, oh, let me just open yeah. it. Yeah, let me just have a look, you know. And that's why I ended up doing an experiment where I... Mm did a complete social media detox. I tried it once for a week, then the second time I tried it for two weeks. Oh, yeah. And I just didn't look at Instagram. I deleted the app. I deleted Snapchat, all I of that. I remember that time. Yeah. And literally, I noticed that I had improved sleep. I actually oh. replaced looking at my phone with meditating. That was the first thing I did when I woke up. And it just made me more at peace with myself a lot more calmer I was able to just refocus and all from changing yeah the routine yeah I might try that but I get peace then I swear to God let me know (laughs) in the comments you know (laughs) I mean yeah that may relate to the other Mm. things that um the other studies I was talking about where it's it's been associated with like stress depression and just mental health Really. Mm. just remembered yeah and you also mentioned jazz about like the negative videos and, and really quite dire videos as well sometimes but also what another thing can quite a few things concern when I think about young people like yeah obviously you've got the pictures and the kind of pictures that are taken body positivity but sometimes there's things out there that's like promoting drug use and look at the amount of weed that I've got or mm. look at my or like even I suppose it's not something that we're ever going to change but some people showing off guns and the glocks and the lifestyle and the glamorousness and but then there's also the extreme well that's also extreme but like cyberbullying and harassment and really you know putting up inappropriate pictures of others mm. the other day actually I told um 
this one young person that I follow, uh, they're about 18, 19, and he put up a video uh, that he'd recorded of this old man, mm. um, I think he's an alcoholic, and he was like, he's usually outside their shop, and some incident happened, but it was a really embarrassing video, so I DM'd him, I was like, look, all due respect to you, but can you, you need to take that video down, mm. if that was your dad or granddad, how would that affect you, mm. that's not okay. And you know what, kudos to him. He took it down straight away and he apologised. Mm. And I think it's because the way I framed it, I was like, I don't want to blame you, I just want to bring awareness to you that I get it, it's a laugh, it's a banter, but actually that's not okay. Mm. That's a form of bullying. He just doesn't know or have the insight into the situation or even regarding social media. Mm. I mean, given, like, generational narratives, it's not like our grandparents, well, I don't mind it, use social media. Yeah. They're probably like, what the hell is that? But... Um, yeah, the cyberbullying and the harassment, and I just think it is moving at such a scary, fast pace. Mm. It's probably so difficult for teachers and safeguarding concerns to be targeted and tackled because social media is just constantly evolving. You can have a picture. Everybody's probably seen it within those few hours. You can delete it. You ain't got no proof. Yeah. But how's a teacher going to find out that bullying's been happening? You know what I mean? Like, it's mm. so fast-paced. And especially now that you can make a fake profile... It doesn't yeah. have to be verified, yeah. you know, and you can literally just create a whole new yeah. life and just target people just based off of your own insecurities. But then yeah. it's really unfortunate because you never really see the impact that has on the person being bullied or harassed, yeah. you know, until it's like too late or... Yeah, I've actually yeah, been targeted before, mm, really? like quite recently, yeah. Mm. And again, it's that thing whereby people can just create like fake accounts oh. and get unverified, and then yeah, just really target you. Like yeah. And another point you mentioned about cyberbullying, like yes, it's really hard for like professionals to even follow these things up when it comes to like mm. safeguarding concerns or really, really serious concerns where you know people have actually committed suicide or mm. have ended up like being very badly affected like developing mental health problems or anxiety mm-hmm. and other things so it's 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 a very very big problem because mm. the some people really suffer serious consequences of that mm. you know i was actually thinking when you mentioned about the fake accounts mm. i know people where they've created fake accounts and like targeted someone regarding a relationship Mm. hi i'm not going to tell you who my name is but your boyfriend's like cheating on me or like cheating on you and also guys have you heard about this thing the spam account that teenagers are now creating no if any young listeners are out there you lot probably know what i'm on about (coughs) so you have your own account and then you create a spam account which is where you add your immediate close friends and you just post embarrassing pictures of yourselves or memes honestly like i've seen two to three spam accounts and it's just like 20-year-old so-and-so, and it's just really funny pictures of them, but it's only close friends. But I don't understand why you need to do that. But you yeah. have to keep on top of it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds a bit wild. So that that's another thing that started. Mate, I can't keep up, you know. I feel like it should have stopped at Facebook, to be honest. Do you know what I mean? Because... But I think that is where... I think they're trying to get, like, social media to become... To take more responsibility... Mm, yeah, um, and I think like recently we've seen in the news whereby the government and other sort of organisations are seriously trying to get them to take accountability for some of these sort of problems. Yeah, um, especially it's a, yeah the negative problems. Yeah, especially because now so many young people are on it, mm. so it then enables a lot of 
people to get groomed by people, get influenced, Mm -hmm. like, you know, and see all of this stuff about terrorism and all these other issues because it's so easy to access other people Mm. on social media. And even when I've heard of people sort of ask other people like, oh, um, where did you meet your partner? And it's like, oh, Tinder or Snapchat or they DM'd me on Twitter, you know, and it's just like, yeah, do you know what I mean? So it's very easily accessible. So I think people need to be very careful. Yes, about the people that they meet, and also when you are posting stuff, try to avoid putting up your location oh, yeah. when you're actually there as well, because mm. you never know who's watching your your stuff. I think you're absolutely right. I think it's about questioning what am I using it for? Mm. What is my intention? What is this message carrying? Because also, I think we didn't touch upon careers mm. because. Like, I'm all down for a good time and all for, like, having a laugh and, like, posting funny pictures. I mean, y'all have seen my Instagram. That's, you know, I love a good filter, especially with the big lips. Um, So I think bearing in mind that the picture that you take and how quick the internet is and how viral things go, there are so many corporate worlds that I know that do background checks and one of them are, like, putting your name in the internet and seeing what comes up so if you are okay with that sexy shot going up and knowing the implications of it because I suppose the thing I'm saying is and this might come back to the whole pictures idea like what you take if you take a picture it's all good and well like what you know go for whatever you want to do whatever you want to take but think about the implications but also not just the picture but what you caption things I think social media can make careers but it can also break them yeah like you can use it to like I said for your branding for spreading a message or it's made loads of people's careers as huge Instagram influencers mm. but then there's this, there's also the flip side just challenge and, and question like what I'm viewing don't try and not to do it passively I mean we all do it like we're on, you know, waiting on the train or the bus and you open the app and you just flick through it. But actually just question for a second, like, what is it that I'm reading? And what is Instagram, like, spewing out to me? Yeah. And, like, I think it's one of the hardest things is, is when you're feeling a certain way already and then you open the app, some reason, there are things that you see on there and you're like, oh, my God, see, this just, like, for example, oh, my relationship's so shit and everyone else is going on these extravagant holidays. Yeah, you know, like, just pause for a second. Yeah. Just pause and really try and deal with what the emotion you have mm-hmm. and not... And don't get me wrong, I've been there. I've done it. Yeah. Someone someone once told me that, yes, when you see people living a very good life and you feel like you're the shit, I think just remember that you have opportunities as well that you can actually use through hard work or just really setting yourself up and you can also achieve those things as well. Yeah. Yeah. So it's about reminding yourself that actually... They're living their best life, my best life. I'm working towards my best life as well. And even your best life could be where you are at the moment. I think mm-hmm. people try to glamorize, like, what's a good life and what's not a very good life. I think we need to start seeing more shit. We need to be seeing more the crappy stuff, the shitty stuff, mm-hmm. and, like, normalizing. But then I wonder, if that starts to happen, will people still be making money? If we're seeing so much reality and so much authenticity, mm-hmm. then is that negating what social media I don't know I'm just throwing it out there like what it it might change the whole dynamic I don't know Mm. there's definitely pros and cons to it and I've definitely seen the positives in people that have come out and used their social media to express their depression or their mental health and seeing how people can relate to it and it's helped them through stuff but at the same time 
there's people that don't always want to see that. They kind well, of yeah. just want to see They the, get judged as well. Yeah. Like they, this is just, oh, they're just doing it for attention. I think, I don't know why, but I'm swaying more to the side that social media has detrimental consequences. Mm. But I think you have to go in there with a, a mindset. And if it's like, if it's like, okay, I'm going to spread a message, how are you going to do that? Yeah. But I do think if you don't think about what, it's like anything, if you don't think about what you're eating, it mm. can have serious consequences. And I think social media has to be treated the same way. Yeah. Small doses, depending on what you're using it for, great. Doing it passively, large doses, bad. Exactly. That's what I feel. But I do think everyone needs to be thinking a little bit more what they're, what they're viewing. And also, if any young people out there listening, get in touch with us. If anything we've said resonated or you're like, actually, completely disagree, I think it's great. Well, then let us know in the comments. Yeah, make sure to follow us on Instagram at it's just not that deep podcast and email us on it's just not that deep at gmail.com and just to end with a quote by dave willis which is don't use social media to impress people use it to impact people and on that note it's just not that deep boy